What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 448 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today, we have a great question from Jimena, but before we get to her question, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks.com, which makes it super easy for all of us out there. They, they serve over 3 million small businesses, helping us manage our business finances with our income, our expenses, just keeping track of all that, all the reports and things that need to happen with our businesses, especially come tax season. They make it super easy to manage and print out and send to whoever it is you need to send to to get things done. And they also make invoicing really easy and professional so you can get paid much faster too if you have any clients or do any coaching or things like that. You're Maybe you're a consultant or a freelancer. You need to do invoices. FreshBooks makes it incredibly easy. So to get hooked up with FreshBooks for 30 days for free, head on over to getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Again, that's getfreshbooks.com, enter Ask Pat. All right, here's today's question from Jimena. Hi, Pat. My name is Jimena, and I run a blog at jimenadelacerna.com. And I just wanted to know your posting schedule. I've been following you for a long time. I love everything you do. Um, and I've tried to work out how many times a week do you post, how many uh, times a week you post different things. I know that your podcast is once a week. Uh, more or less, I know that you post a, a single post every seven days or a video every, yeah, seven days, once a week. I, I don't know. How do you manage your posting schedule? How many times a week do you post? Do you, do you have it set up or you just go with the flow or you have more or less an idea of how many you want to do? I would really, really like to know this because it will help me a lot with my own schedule. Thank you so much. Hey, Jimena, thank you so much for the question today. I really appreciate this because it has definitely evolved over time, my posting schedule, that is. It has evolved quite a bit. And when I first started out, I was just blogging. I didn't have a podcast or a video channel, and this is back in October of 2008. And I thought it was best to post as often as I could. And so I was posting three days a week. I wanted to post every single day. I saw a lot of people like Darren Rouse from problogger.net and and dailyblogtips.com. They were posting daily and getting tons of traffic, and I thought that was the answer. But I just couldn't handle daily, and I also didn't want to pigeonhole myself into something that was daily, for example – you know, I had considered putting daily in my domain name, actually. But, you know, if you do that, then you have to come out with something daily because if you don't, then you're not doing what your brand says you're going to do, and that's that. But I ended up uh, getting into a rhythm of three posts a week for about the first year and a half to two years, and I kept it up pretty well, actually. I was, uh, You know, I, I did fumble here and there. Sometimes I'd forget the Friday post or I just didn't have any content and I didn't want to force it out there. But I found some cool tricks and things you could do to make sure that there was content coming out consistently. I, I did a reader challenges to kind of fill in gaps and also ask questions to the audience and, and get people involved and, um, you know, had roundup posts, talked a little bit about my personal life as well to kind of fill in those gaps. And, and it worked out really well. The first couple of years, I did three posts a a week, and it helped me grow my audience quite big, and people did appreciate the consistency. And then uh, it was in 2010, July 2010, I came out with a podcast, and that was biweekly. So every other week, I came out with a podcast, and it was it, it was like that because it was just hard for me to produce. It was hard for me to do. I didn't have a team. I, I didn't know what the workflow was like. I was editing everything myself, and that's all I could handle. 
but it wasn't until actually, I think it was January of 2012, a year and a half after my podcast was live, I, and still going twice a week, I believe, I went to a conference, and everybody I spoke to, this was this was essentially a blogging conference, so I was mainly a blogger. I had considered myself just a blogger who just happened to have a podcast, and every person I spoke to who came up to me could not stop talking about how much they loved the podcast, and I was like, what about my blog and, and this post and that post, which you know I thought was great, but here you are talking about the podcast, and the cool thing was that everybody there said through the podcast, they felt like they really got to connect with me. They, they, they really felt like they knew who I was. Um, and they felt like they knew me. That's what they said. And I thought that was incredibly powerful and something I never really heard from people who have just read my blog posts. And so I started to think, well, I should actually go once a week with the podcast. And so it was hard for me to kind of fill in that. You know, I, I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm already doing three blog posts a week. Uh, what, what if I had a podcast of that? That's four times a week. I, I'm not going to be able to do that. So I kind of sacrificed one of the blog posts for a podcast episode every single week. And so that's what I did. And so I did two blog posts a week and one podcast episode. And then I kind of took some great advice from Derek Halpern, who at times would post twice a month, and that's it. But he would make those posts incredibly powerful, and he would market those posts. A lot of things, uh, a, a, lot of people, a lot of us don't actually market our posts as much as we could. We just write content and, and pump as much content as we can into our sites. And he actually ran an experiment where – he decided to stop writing consistently but just write great stuff and actually market that content and get it in front of the eyes of people who needed to see it and connect with influencers who needed to see it and share it. And he actually ended up getting more traffic, more eyeballs on his site as, as a result of, of spending more time marketing and less time creating content. So I decided to go down that route and then I switched to just two posts a week down from three which actually opened up a ton of time for me and uh, allowed me to get even deeper with the podcast and, and explore that even more than even opened up askpat.com, uh, which you're all listening to right now, of course. And so I was posting essentially two days a, a week. Um, it was a, either, either a Monday blog post or a Wednesday blog post and then a Friday podcast. And then I, I kept switching it around. And I, you know, this wasn't a mistake. It takes time and it takes a lot of trial and error to find your voice and the rhythm. But I, I think I did it too long and I didn't stick with something until probably a year after I switched into the two post schedule um, per week. And, and then I got into, okay, Monday is a blog post, Wednesday is a podcast episode, and that's how it's always going to be. Actually, it was Thursday for a while, and then I switched to Wednesday to fit in SPI TV, which came on Friday. And so the, the way the current schedule works now is you, you set it yourself every seven days, essentially. So every seven days, every Monday, there's a blog post. Every Wednesday is a podcast episode, and every Friday is SPI TV. And I do that, and I, I've set that as the schedule just so all of you know what's happening. And I've been very, very public with that's how things are so people can expect. And if they just like – one type of content versus the other. They know what days certain things are going to come out. Uh, and, and everybody knows what days certain things come out who understand the brand a little bit. But also it makes it really important for me and my team in terms of productivity and workflow. It makes it easy for me to know when something is supposed to happen and what I'm supposed to do and all those sorts of things. So, so currently we've progressed, and this is just over the last couple of months, we've progressed from just kind of knowing this internally and having things on the calendar and kind of scheduling interviews ahead of time and writing blog posts as much ahead of time as we could, but not really, um, just kind of over the weekend writing something for Monday's post and that sort of thing. Now we are evolving into something where we're getting ahead of schedule. 
So I recently hired Jana, who is my my content manager editor or my editorial content manager, I guess you could say. I don't even know exactly how to pronounce or the order of the words, but she helps me with my content. And the biggest thing that she's done recently is help me get ahead of schedule and has helped me manage what I do on what particular day. So we are at the point now in my business where I know that Mondays, which is the days that the blog posts come out, those are also in terms of production, my days to write. I only write on that days. I don't schedule any interviews. I don't schedule any podcast episodes or anything to do on that day. No meetings. All I do on Mondays is write, and I know that. And I can go into my tool, which is CoSchedule. If you check out uh, smartpassiveincome.com slash CoSchedule, you'll see exactly the tool I'm talking about. And this is what we use to set up our calendars and to actually draft blog posts ahead of time so I can just go into CoSchedule, click on the thing I need to based on the date that it is, and continue to work. And so actually every Monday now, I get up and um, you know I might write in my book a little bit because I do include that every day still. But then I go into co-schedule and I see what tasks are assigned to me during that day. They are assigned to me from my, uh, my content managing editor, Jana. And I know when I open that, it tells me what link to go to to a Google Doc that then has prompts to tell me exactly what this post is about and what I'm supposed to write about. And then I use those prompts to inspire me to move forward and write, and I just write. And that's all I do in Mondays. Now, where do those prompts come from? I kind of put them in there ahead of time, or Jana comes up with them, and they're just basically questions to ask me about this topic. How do, how do I pick the topics? Well, that we, we meet as a team once a month to talk about the kinds of content down to the, um, you know, kind of a draft of the title of that post, and we put that in the calendar, and we just know ahead of time, a month ahead of schedule, what all the posts in that month are going to look like and what they're about. And then when I go in on that particular day to write, I know that it's one post that I'm going to be writing. And what's really cool is I can come in during the weekend or even just waking up on Monday and I know exactly what I'm supposed to do. There's no fumbling around. There's no, hey, what do I do today? I just go right into it. And so that's Monday. Tuesday are my podcasting days. That's when I record interviews for my shows or I am a guest on other people's shows, and that's the only day that I record interviews for other shows. Um, if that can't happen, which it can't always happen on a Tuesday, that's kind of what I reserve Thursday and Friday for. Thursday and Friday are sort of cleanup days, if you will. So I write on Monday. I do recording on Tuesday. Wednesday are my meeting days. That's when I meet with other people. That's when I have Skype conversations, Google Hangouts with anybody that I need to meet with in order to, you know, my team, other people that want to talk to me, any consultation calls, that sort of thing. And also, I usually work downtown on Wednesdays at a co-working space called Comerge on A Street in San Diego, which I love. I love working out of there. It kind of takes me away from the environment at home for a while and helps me focus on just the people that I'm speaking with and if anybody comes to San Diego and wants to hang out with me for lunch, for example, that's the day it happens. It happens on Wednesday. So if you ever come to San Diego, reach out to me. If I'm open uh, and we have nothing booked, then we can have coffee together at my favorite coffee place or just hang out for a while and talk business or whatever you want to talk about. I do that with everybody. It doesn't matter what level you're at. It doesn't even matter if you have a business yet. I just love talking that about this kind of stuff with uh, as many people as I can, and I use that lunch hour on Wednesdays, again, my meeting day, to do that. And then, like I said, Thursday and Friday are cleanup days. I don't schedule more than one or two hours of work on Thursday and Friday because Thursday is is reserved for my wife. Uh, and then we have a date night that night as well. And then Friday, you know, my son's out of school. He's into the weekend. That's kind of his time to start playing Disney Infinity or, you know, we play Legos together or go outside. 
and the weekend is just off um, as well, except for Sunday evening when I record these Ask Pat episodes. Woo! So that that's how it works. And uh, again, Jana has done a great great job with me to to schedule these in advance. And actually, we're getting ahead on everything right now. I'm actually recording this podcast episode a month ahead a month ahead of time. So it's actually September uh, right now when I'm recording this. But you're listening to this on. October 8th or beyond. So um, we're doing some time travel here, which is really cool. But again, it didn't happen overnight in terms of figuring this out. It took a long time to find my voice and my rhythm. And and it's important to get to a place where you have a rhythm because it's important for you in terms of productivity, like I talked about earlier. So you don't have to think about what to do. You just, you just kind of know what happens and you can get right into that and focus all of your brain energy on making that content great or producing that product that you've always wanted to do or, or those other things instead of just trying to fumble around and transition between job to job. And then it's also important for your audience to understand so they can expect when certain things happen as well. So Jimena, thank you so much for the question today. I appreciate it. We're going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt free of charge. We'll pay, we'll pay for shipping the whole deal. You'll hear from my assistant Jessica in the next couple of weeks to collect your information so we can send you that. I look forward to hopefully seeing a picture on Twitter or, or a, a shout out that, that you got it okay. Uh, let me know at Pat Flynn on Twitter. I also want to thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks.com. Like I said before, making it incredibly easy for us just to stay headache-free and stress-free from keeping track of our books our man, our, our finances, our income, our expensive, uh, our expenses. And you know, I used to keep track of my books on kind of a, an Excel spreadsheet. Actually, it was on Google Docs, and it was just, it was just a mess. It was just you don't, you don't want to do that, especially when it was tax season, and I had to kind of give numbers to my CPA, and and, and I just didn't do a good job of organizing it. FreshBooks makes it so easy. Plus, they have an award-winning mobile app, so you can check the health, the financial health of your business on the go as well. So. To check it out for 30 days for free, I highly recommend it. Go to getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Again, that's getfreshbooks.com, enter Ask Pat. All right, thank you so much for your time and attention today. I hope that this post was very helpful for you. And again, the resource I wanted to mention was CoSchedule. You can find that at smartpassiveincome.com slash CoSchedule. And that is an affiliate link for that as well. To finish off, here's a quote from Tom Fishburne. He said, The best marketing doesn't feel like marketing. Cheers, take care, and I can't wait to serve you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Thanks so much. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, The Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.